Welcome to the Renewing Your Motherhood podcast. I'm your host, Katie Ruga, Christian wife and mama to three. On this podcast, you will hear encouragement to daily renew your minds and pursue biblical motherhood from myself and other Christian moms. I'm so excited you are here. Well, hi, welcome back, ladies. I'm so happy you're here. This episode, I wanted to talk about perfectionism versus striving for excellence in our day-to-day life. I don't know about you, Mamas, but perfectionism was something I really struggled with, and it came out in every scenario, my home, my relationships with my children, my spiritual walk, and more. It was October 2020 when I went for my first appointment with my Christian counselor. I had realized that the state of my heart was absolutely terrible. I was in shambles, y'all. I even doubted my salvation during this time, and I felt so hopeless. One of the first things that we had to work through was my struggle with perfectionism. Now, I know and I knew that at this time, I struggled with the fear of failing, failing, and I did. I felt like such a failure in motherhood and in my walk with the Lord specifically. But I don't think I had really taken the time to process where this came from and why. The only route that I could come up with is I grew up in a church atmosphere that was very much all about how good you look, how good you act. And if you messed up, you were a failure. Everybody knew it and you felt shame and embarrassment. Maybe you know the sort. My parents, they never made me feel like I had to measure up to some impossible standard, which I am so thankful for. They were always extremely encouraging and supportive. I truly believe it slowly and almost subconsciously seeped into my heart and mind as I grew up around the atmosphere of perfection at church. So what is perfectionism? The actual definition of perfectionism is a refusal to accept any standard short of perfection. Or in other words, perfectionism is the need to be or appear to be or even believe that it's possible to be perfect. Maybe you've struggled with this at home, at work, at church, in sports, and hobbies, or physical appearance. The list could go on. I think we all can relate to perfectionism in something, in some way in our lives. We somehow convince ourselves that to be acceptable requires us to measure up to a personal or societal standard of perfection. And if you have struggled with perfectionism at any point in your life, you more than likely know that a perfectionistic mindset brings stress, leads to discontent and frustration. Often, Perfectionism involves raising the bar to absurd heights and striving in our own efforts for something that only God can do. Ladies, mamas, this is where the gospel comes in. We all fall short. We all miss the mark. I'm sure we all know in our minds that no one can be perfect and we won't be here on earth, which is okay. But it's hard to actually believe that because of the culture we live in. I'm sure you're catching my drift here. We know how social media works, right? Typically, we see 
what looks perfect, what looks good, you know, whether that be homes or families or whatever it is, it is all around us. I feel like we cannot get away from it. But the point is, we are unable to make ourselves perfect. We are unable to save ourselves. We are, we are unable to reach the bar in our own strength. Sinners need a savior. And that's why Jesus came. When we trust in him, guess what, ladies? He forgives us our shortcomings, imperfections, and iniquities. We can stop striving for a worldly perfection and rest in the perfect one. Matthew eleven twenty eight 28 says, Come unto me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. This is where I struggled the most in my spiritual walk. I was saved when I was five years old, but at a point in, in my life, I literally felt like the Lord saw me as a failure. So during this season, which I've already shared about quite a bit, I wasn't reading my Bible. I wasn't allowing the Holy Spirit to, to work in me. I was snapping at my kids. I was disrespecting my husband. I was lazy. I gossiped. The list could go on. And because of all this, I felt so worthless and I felt like such a failure. Yes, I came to a point where I repented of all these things that were sin and I still felt like a failure. This is where my Christian counselor really helped me. You see, I had already been washed by the blood of Jesus. I had already been forgiven for all of my sins and been made new. I had the Holy Spirit in me, and she helped me understand with scripture how God sees me, how he loves me. He knows we are going to fall short, you guys, but his righteousness covers us. I knew I needed to renew my mind. I needed to receive his grace, his mercy, and forgiveness. I needed to be transformed by the Holy Spirit and the word of God. So slowly but surely, I let go of perfectionism. But ladies, I want you to know it took time. It did not happen overnight. Like I did not say, okay, yep, I'm done. And the next morning I didn't struggle with it. It took time and it took practice. It took habits. Habits had to be set in place. And Again, over time, the Holy Spirit renewed my mind and my heart. I became more confident in who I was in Christ and how he sees me and loves me. You see, mamas, in Christ, we are no longer slaves to sin, but we are reconciled to God. Our identity in Christ means we have the same relationship with God that Christ has. We are his children. We are both joint heirs and friends of Christ. Instead of fearing God as judge, we have the privilege of coming to him as our father. We can approach him with confidence and ask of him what we need. He will guide us and he will give us wisdom. Nothing can take us from him. He cannot love us any more or any less any less. We can rest in his authority 
and respond to him with trusting obedience, knowing that obedience is a key part of remaining close to him. I am no longer conformed to the world. Wow, what a relief, right, mamas? I no longer felt like I had to be perfect. So then what? As Christian mamas, I pray that we leave perfectionism in the dust. And instead, we cling to the thought of striving for excellence instead in our spiritual walk and in our motherhood. This thought of striving for excellence has been on my mind and heart for the last year. I am still new at understanding striving for excellence instead of perfectionism, but I would love to share with you ladies what I learned so far. What does it mean to pursue excellence in our day-to-day life? Excellence means the quality of excelling or being the very best at something we do. There is a huge difference between perfectionism, which is the fear of failure, trying to be perfect in our own strength and never measuring up to this impossible standard versus working hard and doing our best in everything we do with the power of the Holy Spirit. And we know we are serving the Lord. To be made in God's image, mamas, means that he has bestowed some of his character qualities to us. We want justice because he is just. We love because he loves. He is love. And we strive for excellence because he is excellent in everything he does. So it's in our God-given nature, but it's also in our human nature to sin with laziness, carelessness, or apathy. But when we strive for excellence, we do it because of this verse. Whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord not for human masters, since you know that you will receive an inheritance from the Lord as a reward. It is the Lord Christ you are serving. Colossians 3, 23, 24. Aware that it is Christ himself we are serving, we don't want to present him with anything but excellence. Whether it is mopping the floor, changing diapers, making dinner, We should strive for excellence in work ethic, in character, and in craftsmanship. Now, we obviously know that no one is good good at everything, right, Mama? Even if it seems like someone is good at everything, we're not. No one is good at everything, but we are all good at something. God expects us to develop the skills and gifts he's given us in order to serve him and others better. Paul talks about excellence in Romans 12 through 6. We have different gifts according to the grace given to each of us. If your gift is prophesying, then prophesy in accordance with your faith. If it is serving, then serve. If it is teaching, then teach. If it is to encourage, then give encouragement. If it is giving, then give generously. If it is to lead, do it diligently. If it is to show mercy, do it cheerfully. In other words, find your gift, ladies. Find it. And use your gift with excellence. Now, I'm sure we've all heard the story of Joseph and the word of God. But just in case we haven't, or just in case you haven't, this is what happened with Joseph. He was thrown into a well, and then his brother sold him as a slave, and then he was imprisoned. And finally, after all that, he was working with Pharaoh. 
How did that happen? Well, through everything, through every step, Joseph was faithful to the Lord and he was excellent in his work ethic, in his faith. And slowly over time, before you know it, he rose to power. When he was imprisoned, the warden saw his excellent work ethic and character, and he was able to like kind of be in charge in prison, right? And so when it came time to be presented to Pharaoh, they had already known his work ethic and his excellence and that and his faith to the Lord. So even in the hard things, if we remain faithful and we continue to do our work with excellence for the Lord, it will not go unseen. I was reading an article from Biblical Foundations and they wrote, God is in the grounds of all excellence. It's his excellence we must proclaim and strive to emulate. We are called to pursue excellence. In fact, God has given us all that we need to do and through our relationship with Jesus Christ. But it's you and I who must make every effort to pursue excellence The pursuit of excellence is a habit, the pursuit of a lifetime, a commitment that must be continually, listen up mamas, renewed. Break it down into the pursuit of a series of distinct but related virtues. Apply it to your particular calling and vocation. Rely on the Holy Spirit, live your life holistically, and recognize the need for balance. Be a witness. Wow. So bottom line, mamas, was in my struggle with perfectionism, I was trying to make myself perfect in everything, in my own strength and power. And when I failed, I felt like such a failure. It was a vicious cycle. But the moment I allowed the Holy Spirit to transform me, I knew I was working for my Lord and Savior And when I fall short, I receive his grace and forgiveness and move on. I continue to serve the Lord with his power and his strength for his glory. I pray this was helpful and encouraging to you, mamas. Let me pray. Lord, I come before you and I just pray, Lord, for the mamas that are listening. I pray for the ladies that are listening, Lord, that you would just spur in them, Lord, this striving for excellence, Lord. I I pray that you would renew their minds and their souls, Lord, to see it as they are working for you, Lord. They're not striving for an impossible standard. They are striving to excel in what you've given them, what gifts you've given them for your glory. We are serving a loving father, not a harsh judge, Lord, I just pray for the ladies and mamas listening to this, Lord, that you would give them the strength and help them tap into the power of the Holy Spirit to do this, Lord, in their day-to-day lives. I pray that this is encouraging for them and that they hear that this is possible with your strength and power in them, Lord. I pray for each one of them today, Lord. Thank you for all that you've done for us and thank you for giving us the Holy Spirit to renew our minds, Lord, so we can serve you more and for your glory. In Jesus' name, amen.